Hello, everyone. Welcome to another great episode of Urban Paranormal Podcast, where you might be crazy to some, but your but family to, to us. is going down. Right. So um, I'm your host, J.H. And I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson, sipping on a Corona. Anchorman Dave R. present. Yeah, and we have... Um, Two, two guests in the building. Two very special guests. We actually have a, a repeat offender in the house. My boy. What's going on? Ego from Ego Network TV. Ego Network TV in the house. And y'all hear it. Oh, yeah. Y'all have heard him before. And we also have Mr. Joe. Mr. Joe, a Texas peace officer. Absolutely. Going down. So um, apparently they have some good stories. I hope so. I'm ready for a good story, bro. Me too, man. It's been a sucky week. Yeah, yeah I know, mm-hmm. right? I know. Something let's, to cheer me up. Let's end the sucky week. So you know, um, how do you want to start with this one here? I mean, because I'm really interested in uh, talking to Mister Joe about um, what he do exactly. Yeah, the morgue. Yeah, that's what I heard. That is a spooky the, uh, the morgue job. Yeah, I, I could do that one. I, I could, and I would love to. But you a weirdo. Yeah, that's a fact. You know. <laughs> but um I do want to know, Mr. Joe, how how do you like go there every day knowing that someone can walk the hell up out of there one day? Well, uh I'm used to it. Um before I began working uh, at the morgue, mm-hmm. I spent a lot of times uh in the street, so I seen a lot. Mm-hmm. So working at the morgue is just another part of the job. So basically you've seen a lot of death and the death doesn't bother you? No, don't bother me at all. Oh, wow. That is incredible. How long during your first day working at the morgue uh, you were able to just get used to these uh, bizarre uh, images in your head? Well, I don't think about it. To be honest with you, um, I work every day Mm -hmm. um, and I don't even think about it. I get out of there. With you no know, my hours and mm-hmm. life is normal to me. It's a job. Uh, oh. I really don't think like, oh, I saw his face or, right. you know, he's missing a leg. Or, right. Because so I see you, everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you just it just doesn't bother you at all? Not at all. Well, see, Holy moly. Well, that's why I said, you know, knowing that someone can get up and walk out of there. See, because in the morgue, people are dead all the time. Correct. But that seemed to be, that could be a good place for a lot of paranormal activity. And if you saw someone spirit, shadow person, what the hell ever, walk up out of there, what are you doing? You ask me, what would I do? Yeah, basically, what would you do? I don't know. I never thought about that. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what? I never want to see that, so I don't think about it. Oh, wow. okay. Wow. The mind is powerful. To yeah, think. it is. Wow. Okay. I think it if is. you believe in stuff like that, your mind will make you see things oh. or hear things. That's okay. how I believe, but no. I, I have seen stuff and heard stuff Um but I don't try to find explanation for it. I just hear it and just let it go. Oh, wow. Wow. That's incredible. Uh, well, well, let me ask you this. Have you ever uh, have you ever been there and had something to make, make you think twice in the morgue? Something to make you think twice. Like you said, you know, nothing bothers you. But was there ever a time where you was, that something actually made you think twice? Like, hey, that that might be something. Yeah, yes. Uh, I usually cover different shifts, which I'm there, like, sometimes doing overtime working during the day. So I see what happens during the day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I see what happens at night. My shift is at night. Okay. So I can mm-hmm. see all the shift, how that building is normally, you know, 
on a normal day. Yeah, right. right. Well, so one night I was working, and um, I can we have monitors that okay. can see everything. Okay. Uh, we see even even the freezers inside where, oh, the, wow. where the bodies are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can see the freezers inside. So we have a, a doors where you have to basically push this button real hard uh-huh. um, to click on it, and the doors will come open. So one night I was in there, and um, can you get closer to the mic, please? Sure. And the sensors can pick up any movement inside the building after several several minutes. Um, the the lights go out and they they doesn't come on anymore unless they, there's any movement. Okay. So at this time the lights went out. Nobody was in the building. I was there by myself, mm-hmm. and um, I seen the doors open mm-hmm. through the monitors. Wow. And I just kept looking at it, make sure you know nobody's <laughs> get walking out. Like right, you said. <laughs> like I said, yeah. Whoa, nobody came out. Right, you wow. Know, so I just kept doing my my you know one job, my regular job, just keep monitoring, um, mm-hmm. opening uh, all the doors for different people because we control everything inside there. That's why they got officers there. And there was no electrical arc faults or any malfunctions within the switch whatsoever. It, there, there, something just got pressed and. It just happened. It, it happens sometimes, mm-hmm. and only at night. Wow! Oh, not, wow. not during like during the day when there's people there. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I can't explain it. You know, I'm just telling you what I see. Well, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I believe you in that yeah. sense because there would be areas where it's not a scientific. It's not like a physical matter whatsoever, but a spiritual matter would have enough force to play tricks with us. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. I mean, okay. I mean, so. These things, well, I, you know, I think we probably start off wrong. I think I need to ask you, what are your beliefs in ghosts and the paranormal? Do you actually believe in them or not? I know you've made a statement saying, you, you know, once you think these things that, you know, you have basically you have control of your brain. But yeah. do you honestly believe in it? Mm, uh, no. No? no. Wow. That's my answer. Wow. And and you work in a pair. I mean, so everyone at home, listen, this this man actually works in a morgue and he says he's he doesn't believe. Now, just listen to his story. It's a censored thing and uh doors just came wide open. And he kept we're looking at the screen. So something was going on and sometimes it's like this, Trent. Even though you see it, you just can't let yourself believe it. I know, right? Well, I'm interested in, in this story. As a peace officer, you said you seen something that that you couldn't explain. Can yes, you talk um, about that. And can can you please get a little closer to the, a lot closer sure. to the mic? <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> I was trying to tell Ego that I'm, he's I'm trying, like, oh, oh. I'm trying to relax over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, there's a there's an incident that happened. Uh, like I said, most of my career has been at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. We used to check by with the uh, school district police when the alarms will go off in these buildings. Okay. Most of these buildings are named after dead people. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, whatever name yeah. you can make up, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, they name those schools after yeah. somebody that passed away. Exactly. You know, they give them a name. So. Yeah. I remember uh, talking to one of the patrol officers that used to patrol that district saying to me, Hey, yeah, this building, you know, if you ever get an alarm call there, make sure you say hi to Mr. Kennedy. Because when you go there, if you don't say, hey, how you doing, Mr. Kennedy? Yeah. He's going to mess with you. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That, that's the story. Yeah. So here I am thinking, oh, sure. You're yeah. just, you know, trying to scare me, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. one night, 
dispatch case on the radio. Asked me to back up a school district unit to go check the alarm. It's going off mm -hmm. at that building. Mm -hmm. So we arrived there. It's nighttime. Everything is dark. Um, same same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the lights only go on when there's you know sensors right. up, You know. Okay. So I guess the the building where uh, where they monitor the alarms, they they can see on the monitor, and also the alarm system can tell you. If someone breaks in through the glass, mm -hmm. coming through the hallway, going into the office, now you can, you know, and they'll tell you on the radio, okay, we get an alarm at the front door. Okay. So right. now we're thinking, all right, somebody broke in. Okay. Uh, we get an alarm at the uh, first hallway. So now we know he's walking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We get an alarm at the front office. So now we know that they're at the okay. front office. Right. You see okay. what I'm saying? So right, right. We can uh -huh. tell when a physical person is in the building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this time we get an alarm call um, in a room inside the school. So as we uh, arrive, you know, see we drive into the school, we're thinking, okay, there's two things that can happen. Something is moving yeah. inside. It could be a balloon, and when the air comes off or the air conditioner, it moves it. The sensor picks it up, okay, and the alarm goes off. Yeah. So we're driving, and I'm thinking. Well, it could be possible there's there's a person inside the building, and when they close the building, they stay there, and then they start moving around when everybody left. Mm -hmm. Right. So you start thinking all kinds of stuff, because it's at night, you know. Right. All your senses go up. Yeah. Right. You know, so we get there, you know, we pumped up. We uh, open the door. We shut the alarm off. When we get there, all of a sudden, I see, like, something running through the building. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it, it looks like a figure, mm -hmm. you know. In, on the alarm panel, it tells you, okay, the the person that's going in through the building, uh -huh. you can see, is uh, like I said, the, that uh, that that alarm that day was saying it was coming from a room. Yeah. So it didn't come from a from a door. Yeah. So when we got there, I see this figure. The alarm, the dispatch is in the alarm saying, hey, it's it's going through uh, room two hundred two. Yeah. And then she said, uh, two hundred four. Yeah. 205. Yeah. So it feels like it's going through the walls. Oh, wow. You know? What the? Yeah. How do you explain that? I don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Guys, you hear that? That's real life wow. stuff. Yeah. Right. I know exactly what I saw. Right. That's it. So, so how did you process that? Because you say you're not a believer. Well, I'm not a believer. Okay. Um, I, I try not to think about it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't try to feel like, okay, what's the answer? Yeah. Right. I, I just see what I see and state to the facts. You're just like, hey, whatever. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much pretty much a scientific observer in your sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Trent, the fact that it was going 22, 24. Yeah. 26. Yeah. And not the hallway. Not yeah. the hallway. Exactly. Yeah. It's going right through the walls. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. After I seen the figure. Yeah, after oh, he saw wow. a figure. So yeah. what does this what does this figure look like? Um, it looks like a human. Okay. Yeah, wow. Like and so did y'all ever find out what was going on there? We didn't find no point of entry. Okay. No wow. broken glass. It was okay. wow. something was setting off the alarms. Wow. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, what happened if the electricity or something went out? Right. I right. can't explain. You know, uh -huh. I'm just right. telling you what I saw and what right. I observed. Mm -hmm. And 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 it's just amazing to me that you say, no, I don't believe. Yeah. You know. Well, we, we finished uh, searching the building. Right. Uh, after my backup arrived, we went ahead and searched the whole building. We didn't find anything. We cleared it. 
Oh, you know, wow. Mm-hmm. Go to the next call. That is incredible. Now, this is, this is another one. Right. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So we get, a, we get an alarm call also the same way. Um, it was coming from a building on the second floor. Yeah. Uh, it was a room on the second floor. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we, we driving, so we know that no one broke through the glass, through the front door, and mm-hmm. made themselves go, to, you know, to the uh, second floor. Yeah, right. The alarm came straight from the second floor. So that means that, that whatever is in there is in the second floor. It started yeah. on the second floor. Yeah, it's on the second floor. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when we arrived, uh, we searched the whole perimeter. Uh-huh. There was no point of entry. We got permission to our supervisor to go in and search the building. When we go inside, uh, we went to the front office where they have the alarm pad. Okay. Uh, the dispatch will give us all that information. We'll turn it off. So we go in through the building uh, searching uh, this hallway because yeah. uh, the alarm was coming from room 302, right? Yeah. So we know it was upstairs because uh, downstairs yes. uh, was only only one. But they had they had, there was a st- one stairs. Mm-hmm. And on on that one stairs, there was a second floor. Mm-hmm. There was no other stairs where you can come up. It was only one way up, one way out. Yeah. And one once you went to the second floor, there was no. Uh, it was like a room like this. Mm-hmm. Only one door, so there wasn't another door where someone can go out. One way in and one way out. One way in, one way yeah. out. Wow. So when we when we walk up to the stairs, mm-hmm. I hear a clear trumpet. Wow. Loud clear wow and it was like a three second sound yeah you know mm-hmm. uh, we heard the trumpet i stopped you know i got my gun out yeah there's a, another officer with me okay we stopped and i looked at him I said, hey did you hear that yeah he goes yes it sounded like a trumpet wow so now i'm thinking <laughs> okay i'm not going crazy He's, yeah he heard exactly what yeah. i heard right yeah. so you know, now we're thinking, you, you know, like, like I was telling you, it's physical things, right? Yeah. We know yeah. somebody's up there. Yeah, right? somebody's so up there we, playing we, the damn trumpet. We, we ready, you know? <laughs> playing the trumpet, no shit. Oh, yeah. So we going upstairs, you know, like, one way in, one way now, I tell my partner, hey, you stay a little bit behind me. I want to get to the door. If something happens, you know, you, you back me up, right? Yeah. We're going to catch this guy. Yeah. So when we get to, to the second floor, I uh, see the door. Just one door upstairs. Yeah. One room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I opened the door slowly, and I turned the light switch off. I kicked the door open, and I said, police. Wow. And I looked. There was no one in there. Wow. But there was a trumpet. Holy shit. On a wow. table. Wow. Yes. Wow. That's got to be one of the best That's stories. Crazy. I know, right? That's got to be one of the best stories. <laughs> I'm getting chills right wow. now. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this. If there had been an actually a actual ghost, would you have booked him? Man, stop it. Stop it. Uh, okay. I'm womp, just womp, curious. Womp. Stop it, bro. I want to know it. protocol. You stop, know what I'm saying? Stop, stop it. I, I, I can answer is that there question. a paranormal protocol? Ghostbusters. <laughs> the answer to that is no. Okay. Right. No, okay. I, I will not discharge my firearm. Right. You just get Unless, the hell out of there. No, no. I mean, we, we have to do our job. Right. Like I said, uh-huh. I'm a professional. Okay. You know, right. I'm not there to, to look for ghosts. I'm yeah, to I search the building. If I don't see nothing, I don't see it. Yeah. But here go the thing. With all of what you said, I have to go right back. You don't believe, even though. But you just told this long story. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah you just told this whole story. It's kind of spooky. That's scary. I mean, very scary. And it's clear that it was a ghost blowing a damn horn, a trumpet. Well, I, I just, 
I, I believe that when a person dies, his soul dies. That's mm-hmm. my oh, belief. Wow. Okay. So, now that's incredible. What, what, I, what I saw there, you know, um, defies what you believe. It's something that I can't explain. Wow. That's all I can tell you. Okay. Wow. But I'll, I'm just telling you the facts. Right. Yeah. You know, okay. If I have to write a report, I'm not going to write my opinion. Right. Yeah. I'm ah. just write what I saw. Right. So let me ask you this: Did you write up that you heard the trumpet? Yes. You oh, okay. wow. clear. Okay. And not, not wow. only did I hear the trumpet, I, my partner also heard wow. the same sound. It was loud and clear. Wow. Right Amazing. And, clear. and the building's dark. You know, it was dark. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's incredible. Uh, so did you get funny looks the next day at the, at work? <laughs> where they like, there goes the trumpet boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we, we don't go around telling that story to the other they, right. they might start judging. Exactly. Oh, right. boy. Yeah, exactly you right. hear things, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah we keep it professional. <laughs> I mean, but that didn't, I mean, seriously. I know you say you just report the facts and you get rid of it in your brain. But, I mean, yes. it's, for me. Right. Mm-hmm. That shit would have happened. The first thing I did is say, "Hey, Trent, it's time to go." Hey, we the, probably would knocking each other over getting right, out of that you know motherfucker. Like, <laughs> and, 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 then, and then when they would say, "Hey, guys, where's your report?" Man, we ain't write shit. Right. I mean, I mean, what, what happened up there? I probably would have ran when we opened the door and seen the trumpet. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Holy shit, a trumpet!" They'd be like, "What happened? What happened, what happened on that call?" We would just be like, "Nothing." I know, right? Nothing because we were on our jobs, you know. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know I just, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I just think is 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 for you guys at home. This is um, a very re- a replicable man. No what? Replicable. Reputable. Reputable. There you go. Sorry, forgive What's me. What's that? Replicable. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah, guys, I'm drinking a Corona. Right. So, I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> me too. So here go the thing. He um he don't he he don't say his opinion. He don't. He don't care about all that. He's going with facts. He's going with facts. So exactly yeah. what he can see, you know. And he saw all of these things. Now, whether he want to believe or whether you want to believe, the facts is something happened that he could not explain. Yeah. And yeah. that's the reason why we do this podcast, so people exactly. can tell their damn story. Exactly. No matter how crazy people might think they are, they yeah. know what the hell they saw. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Yeah. yeah. 20 I spent a lot of time on patrol at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of my career was night shift right wow and uh so i only have like three things that i really can't explain um it's not normal okay. to see or hear stuff like that right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. um <clears throat> there's a wait a minute start. wait a minute let's take a break okay. let's not get it all out in one thing <laughs> oh boy <laughs> so right now we're going to go to break um but before we go to break though, i yeah. gotta say this here um Louis Robles, you know, uh, I wanted you to know that we did, you know, Rananautica yeah. for you. We, we 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 went out there. It was actually kind of fun. Yeah, it was. It was it was really damn cool. But he yeah. also would like to know what is our opinions on the um, ghosts that are caught on videotape on YouTube. Yeah, ghosts, you know, supposedly caught on video on YouTube. You want me to? I want you to. Okay, so as a filmmaker, I like to go. say that. Uh, Photoshop and uh, After Effects is a very powerful tool, so it's hard to say if something is real or fake. You know, when I usually see a video, I go and try to do some research if there's like a backstory I can mm-hmm. try to find, mm-hmm. and then I determine if if I believe or 
if it's real or fake like that. That's cool. Okay, yeah. so, hey, guys, um, to answer your question as well, me as a filmmaker, guess what I believe? Every damn thing. I don't take anything for granted. Yeah, I he believe it. every fucking I believe thing. it all. <laughs> I believe it all until you can prove to me otherwise. Okay, so we'll be back in a bit after the, you know, in a little bit. Yeah. We out. Peace. It's that time of year, guys. Just in time, Tax Houston. Their services include personal and business taxes, notary, DBA assistance, free consults, virtual, and Zoom consults are available. The best part is you get a $50 referral fee. You also get a $25 discount if you show a digital or physical copy of the flyer and mention the Urban Paranormal Podcast. The address is 9894 Bissonette Street, Suite 387, Houston, Texas 77036. Contact Crystal Terry at 832-494-4080 for the lowest preparer fees in town. Also, if you would like to get your credit cleaned up, go to financialservices.com. Yo, everyone, welcome back to the continuation to our particular podcast, Urban Paranormal Podcast, that is. You're listening to the smooth sounds of JH. And your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. And so now here's the deal. Um, we also have our anchor man in the house, David. Um, and he's scared me because he's dressed like a vampire. And, well, uh, it's Rocky Picture <laughs> Horror Show. <laughs> You're just more scared of transvestites from Transylvania. Well, that's <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, Tima. okay. So, so everyone, re- David, relax. Now, here's the deal um, we have a, our guy in here, Joe. Yeah, cool, Joe, man. Texas cool. Peace Officer. Uh, Texas Peace That's Officer. a very interesting story. Very interesting story. So I would like to get into the story I walked in on. So can Incredible. You, yeah, can you please start it off and tell us what happened? Uh, okay, I'm trying to remember which story you're talking about. We're talking about this little kid. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I get a phone call uh, through the dispatch, and they dispatched me to a disturbance. Um okay. It was involving a 10-year-old kid that was assaulting his mom. So I en route to the call, get there. I don't ask for backup. You know, it's a kid. Right. So when I get there, the mom is like, yeah, he's he's in the back room. I don't know what got into him. He's just been hitting me. He's screaming at me. I can't hold him down. He won't listen. You know, he's real strong. I, I just don't know what happened to him. Wow. You know, she's like, can you go in there and talk to him and see if you can calm down? I said, does he have any history of uh, mental illness? Uh, is he aggressive? She's like, no, he just, I just don't know what happened. You know, he's just going crazy, you know. So I said, okay, uh, let me go talk to him. So I go enter the house. The kid, he's in his room at this time when I walked in. And uh, I looked at him. And the kid's looking at me. I said, hey, are you okay? He's looking at me, like, with his eyes, like, looking through me. Like, I'm not even standing there, you know. He's, like, looking through me. Um, I keep talking to him. When I go up to him, I say, hey, um, what's wrong? You know, he pushes me back. And uh, I tell him, hey, I need need to talk to you. Come over here. He's resisting. He's not coming. So this 10-year-old kid. Yes. Had enough strength to push you back. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. And, and it feels strong. It felt like a grown man pulled me back, you know. Dang. Yeah. So um, 
I, I grabbed him by the arm and trying to escort him out of the room to yeah. get him into the living room. Uh, when I grab him, he pulls away from me. Uh, so I, I grabbed the other arm, and as I grabbed him, he jumped up, and he put his feet up on the wall. And he began, like, to walk. You know, as I was grabbing, he was, you know, climbing on the wall. And I, I let go of him, and I felt like, you know, he stayed up there for a couple of seconds. On his own. <laughs> <laughs> Walked on the wall. Wow. I mean, parkour. Hate, I know you hate you didn't call back up. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, yeah. So uh, when he, you know, he came down to, on the ground, mm -hmm. I, I walked in and I had to drag him outside. Yeah. Put him in the backseat of the patrol car. He was constantly fighting me, grabbing me. It, it, it could be possible that he could, you know, grab my gun yeah. at this point. So, you know, we, we always think of safety, you know. Yeah. Right. So I decided to handcuff the 10-year-old. Yeah. So I put handcuffs on him. He was way out of control, grabbing, trying to reach all my tools that I had around my gun belt. Um, I put him in the back seat. I closed the door, and I sat in the front. I was looking at the rear view mirror of the vehicle, talking to the child. I said, hey, what's really gotten into you, man? What what got you so upset? You know, can you please tell me why you're so mad at your mother? Yeah. And why you're so aggressive? And he looked straight at the mirror. Well, when I was talking to him, and he said, don't worry about me. Worry about the next generation that's coming after me. Wow. Cold. Yes. That was a demon, bro. And, and he sounded, yeah. his voice sounded so deep, and he's mm -hmm. kind of like, it's, it wasn't coming out of him. It, it, wow. it sounded like it was another person talking. Wow. You know? Wow. That is incredible. Jeez. Yeah. How, long ago, how long ago was that? Um. Well, I'll say about 10 years ago, maybe. Wow. So this is a grown demon now. Yeah, to be on the lookout for this guy. This is the generation is now. Wow. Right. And so you had all these crazy experiences and you still don't believe? Uh, no. Wow. <laughs> you just dealt with a demon <laughs> possession. A 10-year-old kid that was stronger than you. Unless he was Shaquille O'Neal's baby. So I think what, yeah. what, I think what it would take with to the devil to be like, hey, Joe, I'm real. And Joe would sit, <laughs> Joe would sit there and write down that shit in the report. Like, I still don't believe yeah, it. This guy said this shit, but he's not real. He's not I know, real. right? But let me say this. I've been knowing Joe for a long, long time. Over 20-something years yes. I've known Joe. Yeah. Right? We go uh -huh. a lot. And Joe is one of my Masonic brothers. Okay. okay. Hmm. He was one of my Masonic brothers. Okay. And okay. we were in the same class. Yeah. And we went through the same things that we yeah, go through yeah, yeah, through yeah, the yeah. Masonic and everything like that. Yeah. Joe was the only one of our class yeah. to graduate and then turn around and said, no, I'm not going to do it because I believe certain, certain, certain things about it. Yeah. And he turned it down and gave his ring away and gave yeah. everything away. Yeah. And obviously you believed in something evil in that, but you won't believe in evil in that kid. What's the deal with that? Well, I well, Go ahead, Joe. This, my explanation to this is, uh, like I told you earlier, if you believe in this stuff, I think it will, uh, it will come through. So yeah. I, I'd rather stay away from that. Okay. Okay. That's cool. fair, yeah, enough. Yeah, cool. fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, because but, I believe uh, Masonic shit is devilish too. So right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but 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 yeah, but, yeah. but but I ain't scared though. But but Trent, where where, where is the point when you? When you're just crazy, because here's why I said that you're crazy. 
What do you mean? When you say these things, like he's just like Mr. Joe just said, you know, you don't want to believe it because you know if you say it. So if there is a ten foot alien standing right in front of him, mm-hmm. Joe says, "I'm not going to say your name because I don't believe you." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, does it does that make it any less real at that point? I don't think so. No. Then I'm trying to figure out. Well, if if that don't make it not real, and you had a demon in your back car, why don't you well, call it? Well, I mean, he's saying he had a demon, but I don't think he thought it was a demon at the time. You didn't think it was a demon at the time, did you? No, it was, um, but it was I, obviously it, freaking you out it, if you remember seems, the story. It seems to me like it wasn't him yeah. talking to me. It in, probably was, and his strength. It wasn't of a 10-year-old. Of a 10-year-old, yeah. He was pretty strong. And I mean, I have deal with people on the street all the time, grown men, you know. But normally you think of drugs or something if that was the case, right? Yes, most of the time we think, hey, he must be high on, you know, coke or something. Right, right. But you didn't think that way with the 10-year-old? No. Maybe just psychological with the 10-year-old, you thought. Oh. Ah, that's only physical, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was very physical. Very physical, yeah. Yeah. That was very physical. I Um, mean... And uh, I'm not saying that I, I don't believe in the unnatural. I just don't have explanation for that. Right. Exactly. Right. We don't I, either. I, I can tell you what I saw, you know, my experiences, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I deal with a demon. Yeah. No, I, right. I was dealing with a child that wasn't acting normal. Wow. <laughs> right. I see wow. what you said. I see what you said. Yeah. I, I don't want to sound crazy that I was out there fighting a damn demon. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I want to ask you a question. You can answer it or not answer it. Uh, are you a religious person? Yes. Okay. Okay. That makes sense then. Right. It makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I mean, no. Why? Tell me, why does it make sense, Trent? For him not to want to even think about or believe in things like that. So people that are religious don't want to think about and believe in. Well, those some things? people. I because I am religious. Okay. What religion? I don't even want to ask you that. that I, don't, don't don't answer. I'm not going to. <laughs> don't answer. I'm just saying some people in their religious beliefs they don't even want to deal with that side. And I understand. They just want to believe in the good and not the bad. Yeah. But that doesn't make or sense. Or just deal. I mean, it makes sense to them. No, I, I think I, I think I'm going to explain another yeah. way. I, I I think, for example, in my career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I can't go around thinking, putting it in my brain that, you know, oh, there's <gasps> demons out there. And, Ooh. you know, you understand? Yeah, yeah so, I got you. Now I got you. I, I believe I, de- I deal with a strong kid. Right. Yeah. And I'm not gonna sit there and say, "Hey, this kid was demon possessed." You dealt with the physical. I, what was I deal with? What I deal, I deal with a kid. With, I saw a kid. Yeah. He, he was strong. Right. How he got that strength or his voice changed at that time, I can't explain it. Um, I'm not trying to find an answer for it. All I'm right. telling you is what happened because right. I, I believe, like, if I start saying, "Oh yeah, I was I was a demon," and uh, his voice was Satan. You know, uh, I feel like I'm going to start believing in that stuff more and more and more. Right. You know, because oh. what you believe is what you, what you, if you start believing this stuff, I believe like you will see those things. I see. Oh, you know? right. Okay. Ah, right. 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 I thought it was there. I, I thought it was more of, you know, it was just outside of your practice. Therefore, you know, you can't touch into that kind of stuff. But I, I see your point now. No, yeah. well, well, I see it on a different level. And um, what I see is a, a very positive one on that. On mm-hmm. that, If I begin to think that hypothetically, I'm going to say these purple people are actually demons, bad. 
And I believe that demons are bad, that every time I come across this purple person, I've already prejudged them to be bad and I will handle them accordingly. So he don't put that other stuff in his brain because he handled the 10 year old because the 10 year old was just a child to him. And that's how he looked at it. Is that kind of what you're saying? Kind of like, no. Yeah, I, I think it is. <laughs> I, I, I think it. I think it is. I mean, because if you've already made up your mind, you've already prejudged the the person. You've already called him well, what he was, and that's how you. Before he him. answers, I want. Well, I want to say what I think. Okay. I want to. I want to say that I think him being a police officer, mm-hmm. he has to deal with facts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's what he dealt with the physical facts. Yeah. Is is that it? Yes, that's part of that. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. I, I can't give you my opinion. Yeah, you know, exactly. I can I can I can't bring my belief into my work. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I have to be neutral. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't I can't go to work thinking, oh yeah, there are demons in the earth. Right. You know, right. I can't, yeah. I can't do that. Wow. Um, and well, let me ask you this: Why? Let me ask you why? Because of what I just said. Why? Why can't you go to work thinking that there's demons in the world? I think he can't go to work thinking there are demons at work because. He deals with so many people with so many different mental functions going on that's, you know, irregular that he has to deal with the person itself. And he can't sit there and say this person is possessed or he anything. Has to deal with facts. He just has to deal with facts that, hey, this yeah. person is doing this and I got to take him in. No matter if the strength seems super mm-hmm. normal, he just has to control it. Whichever way he can. Even if he fucking breathed fire when you pull up, you got to <laughs> deal with the facts. Right. And, and so, yeah. so basically it yeah. was exactly what I said. It was a prejudging of a purple person in a sense. Uh, if, if I, and I said that just but not giving no one a race. He prejudges in his mind if he believes it, he prejudges it and handles it accordingly to how he believes. Instead, he handles it as fact. All I know is this person did something wrong and I'm handling that. Okay, yeah, we'll... That's not what you said. At Th- first, that's what, but I, we'll that's go. what I did we'll say. We'll go with that. That's exactly <laughs> we'll, what the hell I said. We'll rock. Okay. Can we just agree that he's just basing this on observation? On facts. Yes. That's on it. Facts. Observation. Yeah. Observation. Yeah. That's yeah. it. There you go. Here, we'll get into another one now. Let's Yo, do it. Let's okay. do it. Okay. We received a 911 call. Okay. And there was a custodial people in the building. It was a night. Uh-huh. And there was about, I think it was four people in there, two two males and two females. Okay. Working, cleaning this government building. So they called 911 and talked to the dispatch saying, hey, um, we think somebody's inside the building because, you know, there's stuff moving around and things are thrown inside. Uh, one of the females saying, I think somebody's here because, you know, somebody was throwing a couple of items on me while I was, you know, walking the hallways and cleaning so they call 911. I get the call. Um, when I arrive, I uh, walk in the building. I'm walking down the hallway looking for them. And as I'm walking the hallway, uh, to my left was a uh, fire extinguisher box. Mm-hmm. And it was like aluminum and, and it had a piece of glass on it. As I walked by that, um, I heard a real loud noise, uh, like somebody had just hit the wall, right? When, so when I saw the fire extinguisher, I looked to my left, I passed it, I heard the loud noise, I turned around, when I looked back, the fire extinguisher had a dent. Wow. Oh, wow. And the glass was cracked. Holy shit. Yeah, and I mean, the sound was like, like somebody had thrown something at me. 
Like, boom. Damn. So there was no items on the floor. It's wow. just the there was a damage to the box. I would have shot. Pow! Yeah. Yikes. What are you shooting at? Exactly. Whatever, whatever yeah. made the dent. <laughs> they know yeah. not to do that again. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I, mm. I didn't pay attention to it really. Yeah. I looked right and I didn't see nobody, so I didn't feel no fear. I just. Yeah. I know, like again, I'm, and I start thinking, okay, what happened? You know, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. there's ghosts in here. You, know? <laughs> you didn't That's think a incredible. little bit more closer. I just stay, I just stay professional. I kept walking. Yeah. Like I didn't hear nothing. You know, right, so, right. so you guys at home, what he did when he was saying that, he pointed at me like, "Look, Jay." Before you ask, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think about no ghost or nothing. Uh, no purple like, people. Yeah, no purple people. Yeah, he did this. We looked at. You didn't think a little bit more closer. It could have been you. Say it again. A little bit more closer, it could have been you. They got hit oh, instead you, of the oh, fire. Oh, oh yeah, of, of course. Ah. I, I turn around immediately. You know, I have my I have my gun ready in case I see somebody trying to do something to me, right? But I didn't see nothing, so I relax again. You know, right. I, I right. kept I kept walking, you know, looking looking for the people that call nine one one. So um, as I walked through the hallway, one one of the males came out and said, "Hey, you know, we over here. We all in in this room. They didn't want to get out. That, that's how scared they were. Oh wow! Instead of meeting us in the front of the building, uh-huh. you know, they were inside in this room. Wow! You know, like huddled closed. up. Yeah, they yeah. all went into this closet, closed the door. Damn. Yeah. So I'm like, what's going on in here? So yeah, I, I walked in. Uh, the guy's like, oh, hey, uh, I, we don't know what's who's here because they they throwing things at us." You know, and I'm like, well, but where, where's yeah. this coming from, right? So I, I'm standing out the door. Mm-hmm. They're inside. Mm-hmm. This room is kind of like a like a closet, but it was yeah. it was kind of big. Yeah. They, all four of them were in there. Yeah. And as I'm talking to them, I see this pencil fly from behind me and hits the wall inside. Like, it came from behind me. Now, I wow. turn around again, right? And uh-huh. I didn't see anybody. Wow. Again, Another I can't shot. explain. I can't hell? explain where that that was coming from. Okay, wow. so this pencil that flew across your right side hits this wall. This pencil, with enough force, was able to stab through a wall, a it, physical object, a physical object. Yes. Do you believe that if this person, you know, was whatever human or not, we don't know. We're just basing it on the facts mm-hmm. that this. This thing could be powerful enough to wield more force than a human being. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So when, when this pencil uh, went, you know, over me, yeah. the lady inside said, Look, see, I told you, this is yeah. what's been going on all night. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, somebody is in here. You know, I'm thinking. Yeah. I call backup now. I get on my radio. I say, yeah. "Can you send me another unit?" Yeah. Know? I didn't get on the radio. Hey, mm-hmm. there's something flying around. Yeah. I need another unit. Right. Right. <laughs> I just said, right. "Send me a backup unit." You know. So another officer arrived. Um, you didn't want to seem crazy to the other guys on the radio. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I can understand that. So yeah. we, you know. I waited for a backup to get there to, you know, search the rest of the building. Um, so when my partner arrived, same thing, we, we began, we told him, hey, you guys stay here and we're going to search around, see if we see anybody. Mm-hmm. 
Because we're we trying to find the answer. Yeah, you know, like, right. Okay, right. Uh, Who the fuck threw this Somebody pencil? threw this thing at yeah, me, right? right. So we're we look, look, we looking around. We don't, we don't want to tell these ladies, you know, hey, um, there might be a ghost in here messing with you guys. You know? Yeah. Right. So we, we're looking for the answer. We're like, somebody got to be here. So we're looking, searching the whole building. And again, we, we get to this place where there's like a big desk. And my partner said, I'm explaining to him what's going on. He said, hey, man, this thing thrown out. He's like, oh, whatever, man. Yeah, it's, right. These people probably, you know drinking and who knows you know he's right. looking for an answer too you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we walking around we get to this desk it is a circular desk mm -hmm. and we you know he looks under the desk and when he's looking under the desk here he comes and a book goes flying and lands wow. on the desk <laughs> <laughs> wow wow so at this time i told hey you see that man he goes what the hell is going on? Jeez. He goes, we're police officers. We're not ghostbusters. Let's get out of here, man. Wow. <laughs> and you didn't That's find any fingerprints whatsoever on that book at all. Well, he don't. Oh, he don't look for fingerprints. Okay, that all right then. <laughs> yeah, you watch too much TV. Police CSI, officers don't take yeah, they fingerprints. Don't, they don't <laughs> so, no, this I'm, is a good story. I don't right, like that is a crazy. I mean, so story. so when you guys left, I mean. Yes, but y'all did search everything, and y'all didn't find anyone, uh, or what? I, I actually uh, called the supervisor, uh -huh. and I explained to the supervisor what happened. You know, he, he remained professor. Hey, look, uh, if you guys observe these things flying around, uh, we're police officers. Right. We 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 don't deal with you know ghosts and stuff. Yeah. You guys right, just clear, right. the, clear the call. Wow. Nobody's in the building. Wow. Ooh. So we basically just cleared the call and went to the next mm. call. So so wait a minute. They left the custodians in the closet. Yeah, what did y'all do with the people in the closet? They could be the suspects. <laughs> what? What? At that point, what did you tell them? I said, ma'am, there's nobody here. Oh, wow. okay. You know, nobody in the building. You, there's no physical yeah. human being in the building yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay, if, there, if there's a spiritual thing going around here, I can't help you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's been been all gotta go. They in the closet. He just said, uh, excuse me, ma'am, uh, guys. I mean, hey, come here. Let me tell you. There is no physical human being in this building. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. And, and, and they leave. Right. I mean, what else can we do? There's nothing you can do about it. Did they, I know, but do. did they follow you out? Uh, no, I think they called the supervisor to to leave. But at that point, we didn't we didn't wait anymore. Wow, oh, dang! Man. I would have left when you left. I would I have too yeah, if that was real. the case. Yeah, like, that is yeah. crazy. That's yeah. that that's an incredible story. Man, that's a major story. That's yeah. a major one. Yeah, I know what you. I know what I saw. Basically, right. that's yeah. that's. You have some great stories. Yeah, you know. Um, wow. mm -hmm. But right now, that sounds like a poltergeist. It is. Yeah. Yeah. it was a pissed yeah. off poltergeist. Yeah. Um, you guys at home, I know you were enjoying these particular stories. So what I would like you guys to do is um, to help us out a bit. You know, keep us running and everything, and um, hit us up on urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. That's the email. If you have a good story you want to tell, get on the podcast, or if you want to become a sponsor. You can also help us out by sending donations to dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App. There you go. So um, I would like you guys really to help us out, keep our lights on. and Yeah, they're getting a little dim. Yeah, they are getting mm -hmm. dim. We're doing know. the podcast by candles tonight. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we actually are. We actually, we actually <laughs> right, are. Right, right. You know, um, so I wanted you guys to know, hey, Mr. Joe, He's a Texas peace officer, mm -hmm. and he's really telling you um, some experiences he had. Yeah. Now, you can call him paranormal. You can call him abnormal. Yeah, it yeah. just but it's his experience and yeah. his story. So I tell you what, we're going to cut it down, and we'll mm -hmm. be back in just a second. Hey. Hey.
Look here, guys. If you want a high-quality car for an affordable price, go see Alex Quality Cars, home of the low-down payments as low as $500. That's Alex Quality Cars at 4045 Southport, Corpus Christi, Texas. Zip code 78415. The telephone number, 361-452-2507. Once again, that telephone number is 361-452-2507. Brought to you by DSB Media. Would you like to advertise on the Urban Paranormal Podcast? Send us an email at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. Or if you just have a story to tell, send us an email. Help support the Urban Paranormal Podcast by sending your donations to dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App. That's dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App.